0: Well, incredibly successful uh, T20 World Cup uh, wound up on Sunday night. and I think everyone breathed a huge sigh of relief when no rain came and the match was played out and England were worthy winners. Well, no rest for the wicket because they're fronting up tomorrow in a 50-over match, or many of them, against Australia. And on the line to tell us what may happen in this uh, three-match series is Adam Burnett from Cricket.com. How are you, Adam?
1: Very well, very well, guys.
0: How's it going? Yeah, good. Just a reflection on the uh, final on um, Sunday night between uh, England and Pakistan. Yeah, it felt like England um, got their got their
1: business together in the semifinals and, and just rolled on from there, didn't they? They were pretty clinical, um, maybe a bit of experience there in, in big game situations from their, their 2019 World Cup tie. Uh, mm. And... Um, yeah, just, just got it done against a, a Pakistan side who were, still showed glimpses of, of why they made the final. I mean, their, their fast bowling was still excellent. They were unlucky at
2: times. But um, yeah, I thought England were deserved winners. We move into this three match series of ODI games, England and Australia, starting tomorrow here. And uh, and what we're, we're hearing is the Australian cricket team are being stung by a little bit of criticism that. They're hearing now that the Australian public didn't think they showed enough enthusiasm there at the T20 World Cup. So Pat Cummins is quite ill, but he's out of his sickbed. He wants to play. Uh, he realises that it's important for him to do so. We're taking on an England side who, who the, Moe and Ali, Andrew, came out and said, oh, I wish we weren't playing this series. Uh, we've just won a World Cup. So you've got to think here Australia have got a lot more to prove than the English side do. Yeah, it's a good point. I think you're exactly right. Um, they're on, on their home to. Adelaide,
1: Sydney, Melbourne. It's still, it it might not be ideal um, in terms of the timing given, uh, yeah, we've just had a T20 World Cup. England are probably a little bit dusty after a few days of celebration, no doubt. Um, But yeah, Pat Cummins looks keen to play. Interesting one timing this week. He also said that he won't be playing IPL next year. So, yeah, I guess he might have been stung by a little bit of criticism in recent times and wants to reaffirm um, the public that Australia is his uh, priority um, because there's certainly been conversations otherwise about various players in, in recent years, haven't they?
0: Yeah, there has. I said to Paul this morning. I think uh, I mean I think the halo has just slipped just a little bit with Pat in mm. recent times. Perhaps a lot of it uh, not uh, his own fault. Uh, you know, reporting and private conversations in relation to the AGL sponsorship and the like probably didn't help him. But uh, I'm sure he'll get the public back on side shortly. We'll go back to the Australian team in a minute because it's going to be an important series for a number of players. Given we're only 12 months away from a 50-over World Cup, but the England team have they brought anyone over, or are they sort of pretty much going with their T20 team? I think I read Jason Roy might be coming over to play.
1: Yeah, that's right. So um, the, the, they'll have a couple of different names um, you'll see from, probably familiar from um, the Big Bash, Sam Billings. Uh, Jason Roy I'm not. Yeah, uh, has been added. Ollie Stone, the fast bowler oh, yeah. who had a good test summer at home. Um, James Vince, who we've seen a lot of in the Big Bash. Um, so, yeah, there's a few fresh faces from... Uh, who are different from the um, the T20 World Cup squad, but, yeah, also quite a few similarities as well.
2: Aaron Finch has moved on. We, we know that, Adam. Travis Head's mm. going to be given the opportunity to open the batting with David Warner. We saw him do so in Pakistan, and he mm. was absolutely sensational, so I'm really <laughs> pleased. Electric, oh, I'm really pleased for him that he's got the opportunity yeah. here now. Yeah, I agree.
1: I think, uh, you know, all we could do was um, perform in, in Pakistan against a good bowling. In fact, they had some roads over there, which um, helped, always helps. But um, uh, there's a stat uh, that I saw earlier. I think he's, he's averaging around 45 um, from 15 innings as an ODI opener. Um, you can't ask for much more than that. And, and they're coming at a good click as well. So He'll, um, yeah, he'll get first crack in 12 months out from a World Cup. Like you say, he'll he'll be hoping to um, cement that spot.
0: Adam, Paul and I were just talking off air and we were saying someone who uh, seems to be one of the first picked in all the white ball uh, squads but never plays much is Ashton Agar. He's playing again. Now, where does he stand? I mean, is he, do you think, cemented in this 50-over team or is there a possibility another wrist spinner could come in ahead of him? Because wrist spin seems to be, uh, you know, pushing its way to the top of white ball cricket all of a sudden.
1: Yeah, it does. Um... Again, we, we talked about Swepson last week, and, and there's no no Swepson again this time. Obviously, Zamp is our, our first-choice mm. wrist spinner uh, in the white ball format. Um, Agar, we were talking about him, uh, a couple of guys in, in the office the other day. Just what an unusual career it has been. Yes. Uh, I mean, for a decade now almost, I think, or nine years, we've, we've seen Agar um, in and out of Australian sides. He's probably played 40 or 50 games across the three formats. Um, Never quite cemented a spot. It almost has felt like coaches haven't quite known where to put him at. Is Mm -hmm. he a top six bat? Is he a bowling all-rounder? He's certainly got a good power game. Again, I I think if conditions suit um, two spinners, he's a guy who will sit at seven and, and do you a good job. But he's never quite had that breakout aside from the 98 on debut.
2: The makeup of the Aussie team, Adam, now that Glenn Maxwell is out, is there a a spot there for both Marcus Stoinis and Cameron Green to slot into the middle order and bowl some very handy overs?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think um, it'll be a long batting order. You you mentioned Agar. You'll have Marsh, Stoinis, um, Cameron Green. So a lot of bowling options, a long batting order. Uh, and I would say that Star Kate Wood and Cummins will be keen to play as much of these games as they can just to get themselves ready because um, they've got a Test match two weeks away, so they need to get their bowling loads up and um, get themselves ready, and one-day cricket's probably not ideal, but it's, it's more, uh, more bowling than T20 cricket at least.
0: And uh, Stephen Smith, obviously, uh, people look at him sitting on the sideline there in the 20 over game and think, oh, well, his white ball career must be coming to an end. But uh, um, you can distinguish, obviously, between 20 over and 50 over. His 50 over form's been uh, pretty solid, hasn't it?
1: It has, yeah. He was he was decent in the top end um, series against Zimbabwe and New Zealand. Still not quite the Steve Smith that we know, but mm. um, we're 12 months out again from a World Cup in India. I, I, I reckon Smith's. Um, going to be a key figure in, in that batting order still. Um, particularly one in, in change, you know, Finch gone. Uh, we, we, I'd say Warner will still be there in 12 months, but he'll be, uh, he'll be 37 by the time that World Cup rolls around. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how things shift in the next little bit.
2: Interested to see where Marnus Labuschagne slots into this team here. Does he Does he play in the middle order or does Marnus miss out? Because it's a squad of 14 and obviously we can only pick 11. I just wonder, with all the all-rounders there, uh, is there a spot for Marnus? Yeah, it seems as though uh, there's been quite a uh,
1: debate as to whether you play Smith and Marnus. You know, they're the two middle-order right-handers who accumulate through the middle-overs. Do we need them both so when 50-over um, cricket is increasingly, it's heading more towards T20 cricket than it is leaning back towards test cricket, I guess, and um, totals of 300-plus are, are the order of the day. I think you can squeeze them both in, um, but, yeah, it would take some juggling. Uh, you've also got Alex Carey in there. You need a keeper. So where do they end up... Um, Putting them both there is going to be an interesting one. I, I think Marnus obviously wants wants to play, um, but, yeah, it'll just be a juggle. Um, Mitch Marsh, Stoinis, and Cameron Green. I, I'd certainly have Cameron Green in there. Mitch Marsh, uh, Stoinis could be the unlucky one at some point, but um, for now I'd say it'll be Marnus, who's probably the unlucky one in, in game one.
0: Yeah, I wonder if uh, in reality over time uh, Marnus will be battling with Cameron Green. I think they'll try and mm. get him up the order um, uh, perhaps a little more than Marsh and Stoinis. So that could be the battle for Marnus in the end. But uh, I think we all know Marnus. He's uh, pretty determined and every time a challenge has been thrown at him, he has uh, come at it like a bullet a gate. So I don't count him out in any way, shape or form. Uh, certainly,
1: yeah. I, I see him still long-term in, in this ODI team. Uh, like I say, I think there'll be quite a bit of change. You could back Cameron Green anywhere in the top four for me. He's a you know generational player, uh, and he's he's going to be a long termer. Uh, I expect him to be Australia's pretty much the man Australia build their top six around in the coming years. And for me, probably four would suit him. But you could open with him. He's going to be a, a superstar in whatever format they put him.
2: The West Indies are here in Australia. They play that first test, as you said, just over a fortnight from today over in Perth. Adam, they've got the Prime Minister's 11 game next week, which is a day-nighter over four days in Canberra. They're scheduled for a game to start tomorrow in Canberra, but it's down as uh, no opposition. Do you know what the story is there? I haven't caught up with what's quite happening there, um, but as far as I'm aware...
1: It's, yeah, it was scheduled, but, um, yeah, I'm not too sure what's happened there. I can find that one out and get back to you
2: guys on that. Yeah, it's just listed as mm. a, uh, to be announced who they're playing, so it might be a makeup of just uh, some local club players, Andrew, perhaps, it or state-based players from somewhere else.
0: And be... some of their own squad. Yeah, in, in the larger squad, and just
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, they've just got the game there, so interesting. Uh, I'm interested to see Shivnaring Chandipal's son, who will be yeah. opening the batting there for the West, and he's making his test debut.
1: Yeah, quite fascinating, isn't it? T- um, uh, I think he's about 26, so he's been around for a little while, actually played with Shidnerin, uh for Guyana. Um, oh,
0: really?
1: So was, yeah, but while uh, Sajanarine was still still playing first-class cricket, and I think he was about 41, and, and uh, his son was 19-ish, and uh, they scored 50s in the same innings, which was uh, a history-making feat. I just had a quick look there at the game you mentioned tomorrow with uh, the West Indies. looks like they're playing a combined ACT New South Wales 11. So okay. I'm not sure what the make-up of that squad will be for the home side. But, um, yeah, they'll, they'll um, enjoy a bit of a hit out the West Indies, no doubt. They need to get themselves ready. And then, oh, like we mentioned, they've got the PMs 11, and uh,
2: away they go in Perth. How excited would you be, Andrew, if you're one of the local ACT New South Wales squad members, (laughs) and you get to play in in this game against Test cricketers? I think it's fantastic.
0: Oh well, I mean, uh, an incredible performance. It just puts your name up there, you know. And all of of a sudden, uh, you know, a New South Wales team is picked, and a spot is there, and someone gets 180. Against the West Indies, it put your name up there. But uh, just going back to that, Adam uh, Chanderpaul playing with his son, I wonder have they got the, both got the same batting stance? That would have driven the bowlers absolutely <laughs> insane. Imagine that!
1: <laughs> oh yes, I, I think um, Shiv would uh, would have one of the more unique batting stances in Test history. So. I'd be uh, I'd be very surprised if, um, <laughs> if it was exactly the same. Although he's a lefty, like he's uh, like
2: oh, an okay. old man. So. Right. Oh, we'll yeah. have a look. Who, who knows? Adam, always a pleasure, mate. A lot of cricket to start here in Australia. Looking forward to it. We'll catch up again next week. Yes, uh,
1: there's plenty going on. Thanks, guys.